0: you're tuning in to Crowind Magnetic Podcast where it's all about relationships. We exist to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. You are currently listening to our series titled, Jesus on the Move. Today, itong padayunaw ng atong series once again sa Gospel of Mark, Jesus on the Move. We are now in chapter 11 verse 27 and we will cover abot sa chapter 12 verse 12 i intended to cover the entire chapter of chapter 12 this morning but i thought it might be a little too much and so we will um, work on with the rest two weeks from now because next sunday this coming sunday na I visitor lord willing Na i priest sa so the title of my message today is the authority of jesus question jesus was challenged by the religious leaders at this point, after what he did at the temple. Remember what happened last week? See, Jesus came with his disciples as they were walking towards the temple in Jerusalem. He encountered or they, he saw a fig tree. And Jesus cursed that fig tree. And then his disciples heard it. But that was supposed to be a picture that he wanted to use. Sayang ang mga disciples of what He was about to do pag niya sa tem- temple mismo. And there the temple, iyang giyabu ang mga lamisa sa mga money changers and those who were selling animals and those who were buying the animals for the sacrifices, which was Christ's announcement of God's judgment sa temple mismo for its function. Kaya ang temple at that time, imbis nga mahimo bitaw siya way for the people to go to the presence of god to have that relationship with god the temple has now unsa man naay barrier that has kept especially among gentiles out of the presence of god and dito gi gi, gi pronounce si jesus ang judgment sa gino and also the announcement that a new temple will be built a new order is coming and ang center anania would be si jesus christ Jesus would now be the new way to God. And after Anna, and the next day we will pick up the story, so good evening verse 27. Nga ang mga religious leaders will come to question the authority of Christ. A few years ago, when dito pa sa Bohol, working with Student Movement for Christ International in that island, I was there for about six years and I was working with uh, some of our staff. One of them was Jessa, you know her, and then my wife, Siaya, and they were assigned in a certain um, area of the island. They were actually assigned on the eastern part, oh no, western part of the island. And they were working through some of these campuses, and some of them were way up in the mountains. And one day I received a call from them informing me that, you know, in one particular high school, they were not allowed or someone, okay, from the local Catholic Church, um, stopped them through um, the principal. So, ang principal iahanggi, hanggi to, and then ang principal mo, nga dili na mo pwede din eh. Kay mo nga I mean, question ang inyuhang presensya. So, they were questioning our presence and ang among ministry in that particular high school located in that barangay. And so, the principal arranged for our meeting with the priests. And during our meeting, the priest confronted us and questioned us who gave us the authority to go inside the campus and engage the students, sharing the word of God to them. He asked for our credentials. He asked for our qualifications as well. And so Aya and Jessa, quite intimidated by him, kept silent and I had to speak up. And so I responded by informing him that we have the permission from... The provincial superintendent's office. And he allowed us to go inside these public high schools and engage the students who were free with the Word of God, teaching them the Word of God. Then the priest boldly told us this is, this barangay is ours, this high school, you know, is ours. And it wasn't actually a Catholic high school, it was a public high school. And he says, you have to ask. You know, permission at the convent, you have to ask permission from me for you to be able to engage students to discuss about spiritual matters. And so I turned to the principal and politely I asked her, Mom, what authority does he have in your school? Since public high schools are non-sectarian schools, it's public and we have the authority from the superintendent. Why do I need to ask his permission? when we already have the permission from the superintendent of the province of Bohol. And that counter question silenced both the principal and the priest. Perhaps, angered him a little bit. And in our passage today, we will see a similar scenario. This will be the final confrontation between the religious leaders and the Lord Jesus Christ. As, and then, aning a point, ilahangi question ang authority ni Jesus, who gave you the authority to do the things that you are doing? And this final concentra- uh, confrontation will actually um, ato ni, hangtod na ginis paglansang na ni Kristo dito sa cross. These leaders, as we have read and as we have studied in the past, they hated Christ for what He said about their hypocrisy, their legalistic or self-righteous or works righteousness teaching as we have seen uh, and also we can see sa passage today sa mark chapter 12 these leaders tungod kay didig ni Jesus kay expose man ni Jesus ng ilang hypocrisy they hated him for doing that kay expose niya that they have elevated human tradition over the word of god And they were telling people to do something that they were not doing themselves. They were demanding that people will observe certain religious uh, activities when they themselves failed to do it consistently. These leaders have been seeking for a reason and for an opportunity to arrest Jesus and condemn Him. Perhaps they can trap Him to say something publicly so they can accuse Him of either blasphemy or anything na worth na reason na arestuhon siya o i-condenar nila si Jesus Christ. And in this particular passage, nga ito ang pag-alantahan ko buntaga, what sparked their anger was not what Jesus said, but what Jesus did, did sa temple. Kaya gipang yabuman lagi ni Jesus ang mga money changers table, ang mga gabaligya oga nagpalit o mga hayop for sacrifices, gipang abog niya. Gipang ni Jesus Christ, and they did not like that. Obviously, Jesus announced God's judgment on the temple and the whole system. It was a vivid illustration, okay, of or announcement of God's judgment. And mo na ato ang na-learn last week, and they did not like it. Pag-abot ni Mo sa so mo ni Mark 11:27 to 33, and then some Mark chapter 12, in the first 12 verses, I included this because this is part of the Lord's response to the religious leader's challenge of His authority. And Jesus here gave a parable, perhaps an allegory, which will allow us to see what's coming ahead. It moves the story forward, and this confrontation will ultimately end in the crucifixion of Christ at Calvary. So, as we go into the Word of God in Mark 11:27 to Mark 12, verse 12, here's the main idea ng akong ganahan ninyong balunan. Here, Jesus identified Himself as God's only begotten Son who will die in the hands of sinful men. And nindot kayong pagka- Pag-take ni Jesus sa opportunity to confront okay, ang hang mga um, adversaries at that time, ngayon sila mismo ang mupatay niya. And of course, we know the purpose of Christ's death. We know that this is all pla- uh, part of God's plan. So, let me read to you the story beginning in verse 27. Then they came again to Jerusalem, that's Jesus and His disciples, and as he was walking in the temple, perhaps doing what rabbis normally do, they walk with people and then while they walk, he was teaching them. And we can learn that from the parallel passages found in Matthew and Luke. That while they were walking in the temple, he was also teaching. So while they were walking in the temple, the chief priests and the scribes and the elders came to him. Jesus, And they said to him, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority to do these things? So ang ilang question is, By what authority and who gave you that authority to do these things? Notice, By what and who gave you the authority to speak or to teach these things but to do these things? Because what sparked their anger this time was not what Jesus said, but what Jesus did, did to sa temple, a day before. Okay? The day before that. Ngayon hanggi-announce ang judgment sa Ginoo sa templo. But Jesus answered and said to them, I will ask you one question and then answer me. And I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or from men? Answer me. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, they fear the people, for all counted John to have been a prophet indeed. So they answered and said to Jesus, We do not know. And Jesus answered and said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Then he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it, dug a place for the wine vat, and built a tower. And he leased it to the vine dressers and went into a far country. Now at the vintage time he sent a servant to the vine dressers that he might receive some of the fruit of the vineyard from the vine dressers. And they, the vine dressers, took him, the servant, and beat him and sent him away empty handed. Verse 4. Again he sent them another servant, and at at him they threw stones, wounded him in the head, and sent him away shamefully treated. And again he sent another, and him they killed, and many others, beating some and killing some. And therefore, still having one son, his beloved, he also sent him to them last, saying, They will respect my son. But those vine dressers said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. And in verse 9, Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. Have you not even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they sought to lay hands on him, but they feared the multitude, for they knew he had spoken the parable against them. So they left him and went away. Jesus here not only allowed the people, katong sa pagsulod niya sa Jerusalem, he allowed the people by their chance sa paggamit nila sa psalm, sa 118, when they did the palm thing, uh, which was worthy of the king's welcome, when they allowed him to ride on a donkey as he entered, he allowed the public okay, to identify himself as the Messiah, as the King of Israel, as promised by God. By the, him allowing them to do that to him, by not stopping them, he Firm that he is indeed the promised Messiah. But here he took it a step further. He will take advantage of this confrontation initiated by the religious leaders to speak of himself and introduce himself as the Son of God. And that's what we will see. Say ngat reply, So let's look at the question first. Found in verse 27 and 28. They asked Jesus, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority to do these things? By the way, just to let you know and to point it out, this was not a question out of curiosity. This was a question designed to attack okay, or confront Jesus. This was a confrontational question. In other words, ang ilang attitude pagpangotanan nila, kaysa maghahatag ni mo o katungod o kaysa maghahatag ni mo o otoridad na magbuhat kagingo nato dito sa templo. They were not looking for the truth. They did not ask that question because they were curious and they wanted to know the truth. No. They asked the question with the attitude and with the intention of putting him in shame and questioning his authority. Challenging him. That was their purpose. That was their attitude. These religious leaders were furious in their hatred against Christ. But they were also frustrated. Why? Because as much as they want to crush Him right there and then, they could not do it because a lot of people were watching. And they, the multitude, honored Christ as a prophet, as a rabbi, as an authority to teach the Word of God. So daily sila kapataka ug ni Jesus. Frustrating kayo, ganahan nilang bunokon si Jesus. Ganahan nilang destroy si Jesus, but they could not do it because they were afraid of the watching public. They could not do anything to Christ because of the people who had been captivated by his teaching. Okay? Luke 19 verse 47 to 48 and he was teaching daily in the temple and the chief priests and the scribes and the principal men of the people were seeking to destroy Him, but they did not find anything they could do for all the people were hanging on His words. They were there. Sige ni silang gaapong, sige silang gahulat, sige silang kapamatig ni Jesus Christ, and they liked and they loved it. Ngamaminaw ni Jesus. So, ang mga religious leaders, gaungot-ungot na gani sila, ga pugong-pugong na lamang gani sila. And so what they were doing from this point onward is manggita silag acceptable reason to condemn Christ. So from this point onwards, in fact, in the entire chapter of chapter 12, they will they will ask Him a series of questions, life questions designed to trap Him, designed to force Him to say something that they can use to accuse Him. Muna ilang buhaton. For the next few, what? And here's something very interesting: the Pharisees and the Herodians, who hated one another, will, unsuman, unite against Christ. Ing ala sila kadespirado, okay? Ng ilang kontra, ilan na lang yung kamigo. Pariyat ang kontra, bay di na lang sa tamang kontra, ron. unya na tamang kusay, kanes sa siatong tabangan, okay? Babag ni sa tong kinabuhi ng tawhana. That's what they will do. That's how desperate they are. These leaders will continue in their plan to trap the Lord Jesus Christ, to discredit Him publicly, and ultimately to destroy Him. Or so they thought. destroy Jesus. So they asked Him this question. But Jesus cleverly, okay, Jesus, wise as He was, gave a counter question. But Jesus answered and said to them, I will also ask you one question. One of the best ways to answer a question is to ask a question. A counter question. For example, sometimes people will ask you as a believer, especially if you're faithful and you're you know, on fire for the Lord, they will ask you, why do you seem to be so serious with your religion serving the Lord? Why are you, why are you taking that so seriously? How do you answer that? A lot of Christians, they just smile, sadly. I hope you know how to answer this question. If pangutanan mo ang question, oh, seryoso mo kayo kang nangalagad sa ask a counter question. And here's my counter question that I normally say if I'm being asked, Ven, ngayon ang mo dyan mo ang pagka-chemist, and then seryoso kay kasi mo pagpangalagad sa Ginoo, My counter question usually goes something like this. Is there a reason why I shouldn't be serious with my service to God? Why should I not be? Normally, <laughs> mahilom na sila. Ano seryoso mga ikang nangalagat sa si Gino? Aw oh, sayop day nga magseryoso ng mga lagat sa si Gino? Unsa mo day magbinuang day ko dapat sa akong pagserve sa si Gino? And of course, sa atong culture nga naa gamayin day kahadlok nga nabilen sa si Gino, maski unsa pa na kamalito, mahilom gud Okay? Another very common very commonly asked question okay na yung mga tanan ninyo why do you how can you believe that the bible is the word of god how can you believe that book to be the word of god if i were if i will be asked that question i will ask so how can i not believe that the word of, i mean the bible is the word of god can you give me a good reason not to believe that this is indeed the word of god Oftentimes, dili pu sila katubag. Prove to me. Tagay ko grasson nga dili ko motuaw niya nga pulong ni sagino, de ba? Anong kong dili ang ayong toon ang Bible kay kwa na sinulat ra ng tao niya dili na siya, tinaw nga pulong si gino. Bipa kita ko nako. Tagay ko ibinis nga magpamatoon nga dili niya siya, pulong si gino. One of the best ways to answer a question is to ask a counter question. And this is what the Lord did. And it stopped them on their tracks as they seek to once again, you know, try to trap the Lord Jesus Christ. By the way, by answering a question with a question is not rude. He was not trying to evade their question. He was, okay, in fact, listen to Bible scholars, to answer a question with a question was in. It was actually an accepted rabbinic practice sa panahon nila ni Jesus Christ. It was designed to force the questionnaire okay, the questioner, to think about the subject at a deeper level. So the rabbis normally did that sa ilahang panahon. Okay, sa panahon ni Jesus, pag na rabay mo, ask you know spiritual or religious question another rabbi will ask a counter question and the purpose is to challenge the one asking the question to think about the subject at a deeper level. So what Jesus did was very normal as a rabbi. It was a normal thing to do. You ask me a question. Before I answer your question, let me ask you a question. Let's think about this at a deeper level. Let's bring this deeper. So you ask me by what authority... I do these things. Let me ask you, what about the baptism of John? Do you think it was from heaven? From God? By the way, when he used the phrase from heaven, he, that was a Jewish way of referring to God. The Jews were so afraid of taking God's name in vain. That's why in the Gospel of Matthew, okay, which was written primarily to the Jews, ang expression na gigamit is kingdom of heaven, not kingdom of God. They were so afraid to take God's name in vain. So this was a Jewish way of saying, or of asking, was it from God or from men? So ni Jesus an counter question. John the Baptist, gigamit ni Jesus, because he was the famous forerunner of the Messiah, and he was the greatest prophet who had ever lived up until his time. And the phrase Kaya gigamit, baptism of John referred to his entire ministry. Ang message ni John remember was repentance of sin and his declaration of Christ as the Messiah. And so the leaders discussed amongst themselves, saan mo natin ipagtubag ron, ipungutahan namin, inuuntag, Okay? So prober kumutubag niyo, pungutahan nang tamo. O saan may yung kasulti sa baptism ni John? to sa si ginoo or iyahato sa tao? And nahadlok sila mo patakag tubag ana kay nganu if they will say this is from heaven which is a Jewish way I've said say of saying from God then the next logical question which they actually already anticipated is pangutanon sila so nganong wa man mo ni tuo Kung gikan dito sa Ginoo nganong wala mo mo ni tuoni diyan nganong inyo man gi reject si Jan Luke chapter 7, 28 to 30, they did not believe John's message and they did not accept him as a prophet of God. Kini mga religious leaders. And maglisod gudpun ni sila Ingon nga, okay, gikanto siya sa kahitasan, gikanto sa gino'o. Remember John, you know, denounced them publicly in Matthew chapter 3, verse 7 to 10, you brood of vipers bold because itong pagtira ni John sa ilaha so kanisala na ako kaligut-gut ni John and si Jesus Christ put then the other option is migon sila nga from men but then if if they will say from men which means John was not a true prophet and that will offend the people who trusted John and in fact in Luke chapter 20 verse 6 Geinform ta din na ni Luke that they were afraid to say that John's baptism was from men because they were afraid all the people will stone them to death because if you will call someone who is a prophet nga dili siya prophet pwede kang mag, pwede jug kang patyon nila Okay if imo akusahan ang usa ka prophet accepted na siya nga prophet siya na imo siya ingon nga false prophet na siya Ang public mismo will stone you to death, and so the Pharisees, I mean the chief priest, nandi do only Jesus at this time, among the religious leaders, nandi do only Jesus at this time. They were so afraid of saying that John's baptism was from men, or else the people might stone them to death. And so, verse thirty-three, what's their choice? na lang sila nga we don't know. Okay, sa, sa billiard pa na ni Yugi. Okay? Ni play safe. Kay kumingon sila from heaven, maigo man sila. Og gikan to sa kahitasan, iyahaton sa Ginoo, ngano mo monituo ni Og muingon sila nga gikas gikan, gikan rastao, minug na ra dili to sya nga propeta, basig batuon sila, patay sila. So ni ngana nang sila nga we don't know. And by the way, that's Important. when they said, We do not know, okay, it was actually a bitter pill for them to swallow. These proud, arrogant, you know, self-righteous priests and scribes who thought that they were, you know, who presented themselves as we are the experts of law. We know everything. But here with their attempt to trap Christ, to say something they can use to accuse Him, Jesus wisely countered them and they were like forced to admit, quote-unquote, at least publicly, and say, we don't know. More of them, wow, for the first time, ni ang kunagid mo, naamoy For the first time, niangko na mo, nga naamoy wala nasaptan. mga binikayo, because these were the experts of the law, these were the teachers of the law, these were the scribes. These were the men who would spend hours inside their study room. Okay? These are the men, the experts of the law. And yet, we do not know was their answer to Christ's question. It's not that they don't know. They were afraid to admit the truth. So, sila mo'y di-initiate nga corner si Jesus, ang ending, sila mo'y na-corner ni Jesus. You know, ikapila na nga ni Tabo, no? Kanyang mga tao nga gadalag bakak, muna mo'y mag-una-una o panira, pag botos at tinood, higo, na. Kantinood, mogoy, mupatik babaw. It was very hard for them, but then fear overruled their hearts. Jesus, at this point, silenced his accusers, and then he would go on to speak to them in parables in Mark chapter 12. So kato, pag-ingon nilang we do not know,' end of conversation. Jesus, okay? I mean, sila na mismo mayihatag o permission ni Jesus not to continue on with the conversation about you know ngadili na mo answer whose authority sila na mismo Moya ga terminate sa ilahang kogalingon nga. dili na sila maka sa ilahang question But kung molantaw ka pag ayong sa tubag ni Jesus ang pangutana Lord I mean Jesus by what authority did you do those things who gave you that authority and then ang reply ni Jesus by implication, he was saying, my authority is from heaven. When he brought up John, and the question nga iyang is, about John's baptism, about John's ministry, was it from heaven, from God, or from men? So si Jesus, iyang answer, kitagaan niya ko option ang una sa mga nagquestion niya. Kamoy judge, Gikan sa langit ang authority or gikan sa tao? Of course, the obvious answer is from God. And then Jesus here would turn the tables. Nahilom naman to sila and He will tell a parable. He will use an allegory that will allow us as readers to see these events okay, from God's long and turbulent relationship with Israel. Gamito ni Jesus ang opportunity to identify himself as the Son of God. Kini ang parable sa Mark 12, verse 1 to 12. Ang duman ko na ako ni as katong, katong gibuhat ni Nathan did to ni David. Remember King David? He committed adultery with Bathsheba. He murdered um, Bathsheba's um, husband and then he kept that lie for years. I mean for years. Gitaguan na niya. Wala niya gi-confess. And one day, God sent Nathan, the prophet Nathan, to David, and then Nathan used the story of the ewe lamb. We can read the story in Second Samuel chapter twelve, verse one to fifteen. It was a clever way of confronting the king of his sins. So yeah, tama giskutan. Remember the story in Second Samuel? Ingin siya na ay usaka pubrika yu usar gugabu kang ang yang lamb, o niya na, e, dato kayo, nya niya daggan kayo siyang mga kahiyupan, no you know, nagganahan um, sila nga mga on, o no niya pagung ang iya ha, o kabuk moobo, daggan mo, o pagigipatay, ngandagan mo sa siya iya And then si David, who is a shepherd, okay, syempre makarelate sa story, so gipangotaan siya, David, unsa sayo mo, ikasulti ang tawo no, that person deserves to die, that person is wicked, and then, Nathan came back to him, looked straight to him at the eye, and says, you are that man. You are that man, David. And here, mo poni gigamit ni Jesus. He used this parable about the the vineyard owner nga giset up gniyang yung vineyard nagtanum siya yung gialaran to keep the you know the animals from coming in and you know gipahiluna gniyang maayon niya iya hang gipa gipaabangan or gipaarin tuhan sa mga tenants aning story and then at the right time according to their law sa ilahang panahon okay at the right time vintage time ang gigamit din iyo the right time nga pwede na sang mangayo sa iyang share sa ilahang panahon po dili pod pwede nga na pa siya og first 3 years nga mangayo na day share ang tag-iya i think it starts on the 4th year and the 5th year nga pwede siyang mangayo share sa abot sa iyang gipa so at the right time, gipadala siya servant. Huwag wanila bayari, wanila hatagi, kaduha, katulog, gibunog, ipatay. Hangto, nangyayahan agong anak, ang iyong ipadala. Una-una niya, respituan po, siguro nila nga akong anak. And then they kill the son, the only son, the beloved son. And kining chief priest, King's scribes and elders who heard the parable of Christ were crushed in their hearts. They were convicted in their hearts and they wanted to kill Christ. They wanted to lay their hands on Him. Again, ang nila is the multitude. Why? In verse 12 we are told, For they knew that Jesus had spoken the parable against them. It was like Nathan telling them, You are the man, and they were so convicted. And the parincha ranila compared to David is David responded in repentance, but they did not. That was the difference. And here in this parable, Jesus catches the chief priests and the teachers of the law and the elders in the similar way. Nathan caught King David. These religious leaders were major landlords in Israel and naturally sa story nga gigamit ni Jesus they would sympathize with the landowner Kaya makarelate man sila Kaya kani po sila mga tag-iya mga vineyards tag-iya mga you know uh, kayutan sa ilang panahon so pang ang gigamit ni Jesus nga parable makarelate gid sila mura pag si David ba shepherd makarelate mo siya sa story nga gigamit ni Nathan and then, as the story progressed, that Jesus was actually talking about them. Na sila ang target sa parable ni Jesus. And they were guilty. They were guilty. You see, just to inform us, the vineyard was commonly used as a symbol of God's relationship with Israel. And ang description here nga gigamit ni Jesus sa iyahang parable in, in Ma, uh, Mark chapter 12 verse 1 to 15 okay na similarities sa Isaiah chapter 5 verse 1 to 7 nga ay landowner, iyang gipahilunaan iyang gipaangayan unya iyang iyang and sa ato nang nabasahan nga story ang landowner at the right time nagpadalag servant and ang word nga servant sa Bible especially in the Old Testament is a frequent designation of the Old Testament prophets whom God sent to His people. And interestingly, Jeremiah chapter 7, which is key to the interpretation of the actions of Christ at the temple the day before, naanapod mo play key role sa gibuhat ni Jesus din he. Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 25 to 26. From the day that your fathers came out of the land of Egypt to this day I have persistently sent all my servants the prophets to them day after day yet they did not listen to me or incline their ear but stiffened their neck they did worse than their fathers In Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 26 will help us the prophet said nevertheless they were disobedient and rebelled against you and cast your law behind their back and killed your prophets who had warned them in order to turn them back to you and they committed great blasphemies and in second chronicles chapter 36 15 to 16 the lord the god of their fathers sent persistently to them by his messengers because he had compassion on his people and in his dwelling place but they kept mocking the messengers of God, despising His words, and scoffing at His prophets until the wrath of the Lord rose against His people, until there was no remedy. In other words, kung maglantaw ka sa parable ni Jesus, okay, naay connection sa kung-unsa ang, uh, ang attitude sa mga katauhan, especially sa mga religious leaders, towards God himself. Dinis sa parable ni Jesus, the landowner, okay, is God. The vineyard is his people. The servants were the prophets and his messengers. And then the tenants or the vine dressers are the religious leaders. So, ang sa iyang gugma, pa niya ang iyang mga katawhan. Gipahilunaan niya yung mga In fact, in John chapter 15, that will give us more light sa kung unsa ang panglantaw sa ginoo sa tua. Ningon pa sa John chapter 15, unsa man. You remember John chapter 15? Let me just read a few verses from that gospel. In that part of the gospel. Ningon si Jesus in the 15th chapter, verse 1, I am the true vine. My Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me does not bear fruit he takes away every branch that bears fruit; he prunes that he may bear more fruit. So, God is the vine dresser, the gardener, the owner. Kita ang unsa an man? Kita ang vineyard, kita ang branch siyang vine si Jesus moi vine kabahinta ni Jesus Christ. So, kani mga simbolo ni nga magtabang na ba para makasabot na kaniyang ni Jesus niini nga vineyard was unsa referring to God's people Israel nga gitugyan niya sa mga religious leaders, the tenants, the fine dressers in this story. Nga mo iyang gipaamuma, moy iyang gitugyanan to take care of them. And then sa panahon na, nga, iyahan balik, iya ng kuwaon balik ang iyaha, his inheritance, si Paul in his book, I mean in his letters, Ephesians will, give, will help us understand nga, Ang inheritance nga gireferani is kita, the people of God. Nakatong ganahan na niyang kuwaon, ganahan na niyang masumbalik sa iya, ang mga leaders mo ni babag. ang mga tenants, the Pharisees, the scribes, the elders, using and abusing the sacrificial system at the temple that kept people away from God, away from the truth. They were the ones hindering God's people from coming back to God. Mo ne gihulagway ni Jesus dinis iyang parable. It was the tenants ngagitugyanan sa tag-iya sa iyang vine sa vineyard na nagdumili paghatag og balik sa kung unsay ang iyang madawat sa tag-iya. We the people of God kita moy iyang inheritance, moy iyang possession, moy iyang bahin. Pero ang mga leaders maoy nagbabag-ana. How? By teaching false doctrines. So, ang mga tao, dili maka sa ginoo you know. And then, ipakita din eh, gipadad-an sila mga messengers, the prophets of God, ilahang giabusahan, ilahang gi... gi maltrato uban ilahang that reminds us of some of the old prophets like Zechariah he was stoned Jeremiah was beaten and put in stocks and many others then the owner sent one last good messenger di mo sa mga propeta but si John the Baptist dinyu toohan here's my son my one and only son Whom I love. The owner assumes the tenants would respect his son. And the son's mission was the same actually. But they killed the son. They murdered the son. So Jesus concluded the allegory with the question, What then will the owner do? There seems to be a change diba kakatong una mura mag weak important sa siya, more strong powerless bang patay ang mga servants mura siya gulin ning himo padadanig lang yung servant gibunog kay waja poy da lang nga nga share gipadanan por niglain gipatay padaniglain karon iyan na pong anak, iyang ipadala kung maglandaw ka sa story more bit weak man ni kayo nga land owner man nganong katubang tatong una parandaan nga pagpadala ng servant iyan na yung gisiluta ang mga tenants but no na i ni Okay? Naay gihulagway si Jesus Christ ani sa iyang parable. At this time, kayang anak naman d'yo nang hindi pa dalao niya, hindi pa mong yapo anak. At this time, the Lord of the vineyard will come and destroy the wicked tenants who killed His servants and His son. The judgment has come. And Jesus here, at the very end sa iyang parable, cited from Psalm 118 verse 25, this was the very psalm that the crowd shouted when Christ entered Jerusalem. This is a messianic psalm. And the psalm explains that the one who is rejected and murdered will be vindicated. The stone that the builders will, beca- will reject will become the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone. Kamala mo ang chief cornerstone? That's a stone in the temple that when you remove that stone, everything else will crumble. I had the privilege to um, serve the Lord in Bohol. And one of tourist attractions in Bohol was the old church in Na It was lino in 2013. And we were there, we went inside. And we were informed that in some of those columns, underneath in some of those columns were actually the remains of the very, uh, ng mga patayang lawa sa mga karaang pari. It's a very old cathedral, Catholic cathedral. And then, it's very interesting. You look at their architectural uh, design, it's very interesting. And then, wala'y gigamit nga si Minto. Sa ila'y doon, kay Apog, rin ko nagitlog nag ng gamito na naniya. So, gipatong-patong ra ang mga bato. The stones were just stuck on top of the other. And then, matingala na ka kay Naabi, ito'y curve sa ilahang mga, sa ilahang design. And when you watch it closely, almost identical ang pagkakat sa mga stone except so one stone in the middle nga mura siya, dili siya triangle, may pagkatriangle lang. Mura to siya kuno ang lock. So that the stones and its weight will push each other towards the middle. And that stone will be the lock. You remove that stone and everything will collapse. That's a picture of a capstone or the cornerstone. That when you remove that, everything else will crumble. They rejected the chief cornerstone, and the temple will be destroyed. That chief cornerstone will be the cornerstone of the new temple, and we know that to be the Lord Jesus Christ. Sia ang ilahanggi-reject. And the final quotation in verse 11, when they, when they, uh, ngag quote ni Jesus sa Sama the Lord has done this. It is marvelous in our eyes. In other words, ang pag-reject nila sa, ang, ang pagreject nila sa stone that will become the chief cornerstone was the Lord's doing. In other words, even the rejection of the Son of God even the crucifixion of the Son of God is part of God's plan. Ang Ginoo, ana. It was part of God's work. The powerless animals in the sacrificial system in the temple will come to an end, and the Son, the cornerstone of the new temple, then the way to God will be killed by the leaders, but He will be raised by God. On the third day. In the previous chapters, he naman ni Jesus predicted disciples that he will die in the hands of the high priest and the other religious leaders. They will kill him. And here, confront he confront the elders, the scribes, and the chief priests. That the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God, will die in your hands. Now, as we come to a conclusion, let me point out some of the things we can learn about God from the parable of Christ in Mark chapter 12. Number one, you learn about God's goodness to Israel and to us. okay? A man planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it, dug a place for the wine vat and built a tower. And he leased it to the vine dressers and he went into a far country. You can see the goodness of God. And then, when the vine dresser, I mean the, the owner, sent his servants, even though, gibunog ang una, gibunog ang ikaduha, gibatay ang sunod, okay? Then, gibadala na po siyaglain. Kung sabi mo, katonanan na. God's witness to us and to Israel. Kitagakan niya pirmi og sabi man, kahigayunan. God continually pursued human beings, no matter how often they rejected His message. But he kept on sending messengers, he kept on sending his prophets to reach out to them, to warn them of God's coming judgment. This is God's kindness that is meant unto, to lead us into repentance. Romans chapter 2 verse 4, but they responded in unbelief. Why did God do that? Because God is not willing that any should perish, but at all should come to repentance. That is the patience of God for His people. That even though time and again and again, they rejected the prophets, they rejected His message, they turned their backs away from Him, God kept on sending His servants because He doesn't want that any should perish, but at all should come to repentance and then lastly god will not be patient with man forever that's what we can learn from god god's sure judgment to israel and to all of those who will refuse to believe naagiy judgment so as i've said earlier in this passage makita naton no? ang point an is si jesus christ nagpaila siya that He is the only begotten Son of God who would die in the hands of sinful men in order to bring salvation to those who believe and judgment to those who refuse to believe. This is the confrontation na makita din. Muna itong makatunan. aninga passage. So, as we come to a close, let me ask you a question. Ikapila na kang sa ginug, Ikapila na nakadungog sa minsah. The question is, have you accepted God's offer of forgiveness through His Son, Jesus Christ? God, time and time again, okay, allowed you to hear the gospel. Allowed you to hear His servants. Kadungog na ka. Ikapila na ka nakadungog. Salvation, okay, forgiveness, is not by good works it's not by religion it is by grace alone through faith alone in Jesus Christ alone all you need to do is make a decision to turn away from your sins your sinful lifestyle and then trust in Jesus Christ Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life and no one comes unto the Father except through me in the Old Testament People come to God through the temple. Now you come to God through Christ. He has replaced the temple. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come unto the Father except through yeah. Him. The animal sacrifices, the religious uh, um, religious festivities, religious rituals, they are powerless. The writer of Hebrews says, they cannot save you. But Christ has already offered that one perfect, acceptable sacrifice. And that's His own life. Because Jesus is the Lamb of God. Who takes away the sins of the world. Have you made that choice? To repent of your sin. And to trust in Christ alone as your Savior. If you have not made that choice. Do not wait. Do not wait until God okay will give you up. Ang imo na lang madawat isang judgment sa Ginoo. Sama ra sa parable ni Jesus, pirmi nilang gi giabog, bi ayan wala nila tuhui ang mga servants. Then he will come to judge them. Jesus came for the first time to be the savior of the world. He is coming again. And next time He will come, He will come as the judge. So karon na kay chance. Okay? Mag ba baka sa mong sala, huwag iyon saligan si Kristo, or dili. ase mo ang pagpili. Okay? Kanang iyon pagsimba, may na. Iyon mong pag-apil, Bible study, may na. Ang iyon mong ampo may na. Pero dili na ang paagi sa kaluwasan. Kung ganahan gnaahan ka ma luas gnaahan ka makaangkon og kapasaylohan sa sala ang ang gisulti sa Ginoo mosalig ka sa iyang bugtong anak nga si Hesus daw ni mo siya sa imong kasing-kasing nga imong personal nga maluluwas. wala na lain pa mao lang dalan, mao paagi kung dili gani kana imong buhaton di juga ka makasulod sa gingarian sa Ginoo Matthew chapter 7 kadagang ningon Lord nagwali mi si mo nga nag buhat may mga milagro sa imungalan. Mga no, Jesus, wako kailanin niyo. Kamu nga wala nagbuhat sa kabubuton sa kumahan. O onya sa John chapter 6, unsa may kabubuton sa man Nga ang tanan nga nakakita sa anak, musalig kaniya ug makaangkon sa kinabuhing walay katapusan. That's the will of the Father.